Welcome back to TKM Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Tracewell. This podcast is going to be a different podcast as we're going to be talking about the ESPN documentary, The Last Dance. Now, The Last Dance is based off the 1997-1998 Chicago Bulls. This is a 10-part documentary. It is being held from April 19th to May 17th. It is on every Sunday on ESPN. The first episode will come on at 9 p.m. and the second one comes on at 10 p.m. Now, during this season, starting off, they're talking about going into the season and winning five championships and just coming off their back-to-back championships they just had. It starts off with them getting their rings and it jumps into the controversy of the 1997-1998 year. During that time, Jerry Krause, the general manager of the Chicago Bulls, had announced that Phil Jackson will not be returning for the 1998-1999 season. Even if Phil Jackson won 82, he went 82 and 0 in the regular season, won all the playoff games, and won the finals. He would not be returning as the head coach. Now, this devastated Michael Jordan, as Michael Jordan announced that he would never play for another coach until he went to the Washington Wizards the following couple years. But I do think that was because of an ownership deal he wanted. Another problem during that time was Scottie Pippen. Scottie Pippen is was the second best player during the 1997-1998 season. He brought a lot of impact to the game. He helped Jordan win all of his championships. He was one of, He's one of the top 50 uh, greatest players of all time. He's one of the top 10 small forwards of all time. Scottie Pippen brings a big impact to the game and brought a big impact to the Chicago Bulls. During this time, Scottie Pippen was on a seven-year deal for $18 million. That was a terrible deal in the 1997-1998 season. He should have been refinanced and had a better had a better deal that year. Even if they just signed him for one year, they would have had a he'd have had a better deal than what he was on. He took the deal originally because he was desperate for money. He was scared that he wasn't going to get paid, and he needed to take care of people, his mom, his dad, his family members, his agent. He had to take care of everything, and he was scared he wasn't going to get the money. During that same season, Michael Jordan was being paid thirty million dollars just for that season. So. It, it it was hard for Scotty to really deal with that and not get his money after he's proven to the Chicago Bulls that he's worthy and he's feeling not appreciated by Jerry Krause and Jerry Reindolf. So Scotty Pippen in the 1996-1997 season, in 1997 when they were in the Eastern Conference Finals, Scotty Pippen hurt his, I think his foot, and he needed surgery. Well, he decided he wasn't going to get surgery on... He was going to get surgery on his foot and just relax during the summer and use his season to get the surgery. That made Michael Jordan actually feel like he was being selfish. It felt like he was going against the team, but I do think he did this so he so the Bulls would try to pay him or look into refinancing his contract, but they didn't, and Scottie Pippen demanded a trade, and that was a big start to the 1997-1998 season. Now, the third best player on the Chicago Bulls obviously was Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman, as we all know, come out of southeastern Oklahoma State. He is one of the best power forwards of all time. He's a rebounding champ. He's the top, one of the top 10 uh, defensive power forwards of all time. Dennis Rodman is an absolute superstar, and he, he's got a high IQ. Now, he was drafted by the Detroit Pistons. The Pistons won two championships in 1989 against the Los Angeles Lakers and in 1990 versus the Portland Trailblazers. I was always surprised that Dennis Rodman went to the Chicago Bulls after the rivalry they had 
what I'm the rivalry I'm talking about is that uh, Michael Jordan battled the Detroit Pistons in 1987 through 1991. He lost many playoff series against them. He lost the 1990, which a lot of uh, 1990 Eastern Conference Finals, which a lot of people would think is absurd, and they should have won that. Uh, Eastern Conference Finals and went to the championship that year and beat the Portland Trailblazers, but they didn't. They didn't get past them because Scottie Pippen had a migraine and it cost them that year. The 1991, they revamped and came back and beat Magic Johnson in the finals and finished off the Detroit Pistons for good. Michael Jordan has a hatred for the Pistons. The Detroit Pistons were the most physical team in basketball for a long time as they had beaten up the Boston Celtics and got through them beaten up the LA Lakers and won the championship against them and created the Jordan rules and beat down Michael Jordan and Michael Jordan couldn't have an answer to it. It was one of the toughest battles he ever had. And I think the re he hates, he says even to this day, he hated those, those Pistons teams. But I think that hating them is a big word for that because if you look back on it today, even though you, you hated them because they stopped your success and they beat you up and they were physical and mean and they didn't play basketball the right way. They also gave you the toughness to win. They gave Scottie Pippen the toughness to grow up and become a better player. They did all these great things for your team and that's why you got that's why Michael Jordan went on to win six championships. I don't believe if he didn't verse the Detroit Pistons and battle through them and get through them that he would ever have won six championships. I also think that you know, Scottie Pippen learning to get physical growing up and have good mental toughness and be able to play the game the right way and be Michael Jordan's uh, partner in crime. Without the without the Pistons, we wouldn't see Scottie where he is. Now, Dennis, now going back to the 1997 season, Dennis Rodman became the uh, partner in crime for Michael Jordan as they went on to win many games. They played 35 games together and they just started dominating. Michael Jordan knew that he needed Dennis Rodman to be his number two option since Scotty was out. So he did, and he showed up, and he did everything that he needed to do for Michael Jordan, going on helping them get back to the top of the Eastern Conference and dominate at that time. Now we're going to go into some history on some of these players. Scotty Pippen, for, Scottie Pippen was born September 25th, 1965, age 54. He's from Hamburg, Arkansas. His college, he played at Central Arkansas from 1983 to 1987. In 1987, in the first round, he was to pick the fifth overall by the Seattle Supersonics. Now, the Seattle Supersonics traded Scottie Pippen to the Chicago Bulls, and during that time, he played uh, for Chicago from 1987 to 1998. He played for the Houston Rockets in 1998 to 1999, the Portland Trailblazers from 1999 to 2003, he then went back to the Bulls in 2003, 2004, and then he played at some uh, some smaller teams from in 2008, but that was all he did. He's a six-time NBA champion, a seven-time All-Star. He's won an All-Star game MVP. He's a three-time All-NBA first team, a two-time All-NBA second team, a two-time All-NBA third team, an eight-time All-NBA defensive first team, two-time defensive second team. He's an NBA Steel Leader, NBA's 50th anniversary all-time team. He's a retired number 33 by the Chicago Bulls, USA Basketball Male Athlete of the Year. He's an NAIA All-American, and he's number 33 retired by the Central Arkansas Bears. He's also won two gold medals in 1992 Barcelona 
1996, Atlanta. He is he's complete one of the best players of all time. And during this time, I think this was hard for him to have his relationship was really ruined with Jerry Krause and he couldn't fix it and Jerry Krause wasn't going to fix it. Jerry Krause really wanted to break up this team and you know get rid of Scotty, get rid of Jordan. He really wanted to keep Jordan, but he knew Jordan wouldn't play without Phil Jackson and that was really hard for them to make a decision on what was going to happen. Dennis Rodman. We're going to go into a little bit of history about Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman was born May 13, 1961 in Trenton, New Jersey. Dennis Rodman is 6'7", 220 pounds. His high school was South Oak Cliff in Dallas, Texas. His college in 1983, he attended Cook County. In the same year, he went to Southern Eastern Oklahoma State from 1983 to 1986. Now, Rodman says in the documentary that he averaged like 27 points per game and 14 rebounds. During 1986, he was drafted in the second round, the 27th overall by the Detroit Pistons. His playing career was from 1986 to 2006. He played to, with the Detroit Pistons from 1986 to 1993. During this time, he won Best Defensive Player of the Year, and he won two championships with the Detroit Pistons. He was also known during this time as one of the meanest players and one of the toughest defensive players to play. Gary Payton called him a pest. James Worthy said he'd just be all over you during the game and you just didn't understand what was going on. In 1993 to 1995, now 1993, there was a little problem with Dennis Rodman. Before he got traded, he was caught outside the palace in Detroit with a gun in his car, and luckily he fell asleep or he might have killed himself. That is a horrible thing for him to do. I think what happened during that time is Jack McCloskey, who was the GM of the Detroit Pistons when they were winning the championships, he had left Chuck Daly. Chuck Daly was a father figure to him, and Dennis Rodman considers him God because you know that guy. He, Chuck Daly was there for him. Chuck Daly took care of him. And when they left, he felt like the team was just breaking up and breaking apart, and there was nothing he could do about it. Bill Lambeer and Isaiah Thomas, Rick Mahorn left years ago, John Sally, uh, Joe Dumars lasted out till 1998, but still, it was, you know, the team really fell apart after Jordan beat them in the 91 playoffs. He just, he couldn't recover, you know, from losing that great family he once bonded with. In 1993, though, he was traded to the San Antonio Spurs, and he played there till 1995. He wasn't really the right piece the Spurs needed. The Spurs had to get rid of him, and he was traded to the Chicago Bulls and, and played there from 1995 to 1998. Now, before he was traded to the Bulls, they had to ask Scotty and uh, Jordan if they'd be okay with it. At first, they weren't going to be okay with it, but then they accepted it and let Dennis Rodman come in. When Phil Jackson first met Dennis Rodman, Dennis Rodman did not care to play for the Bulls. He did not care to be there. I don't think he really cared to be playing in the NBA at all. I think he just quit and he just he just started giving up. But Phil Jackson really took him in and you know helped him grow his game and get back to where he was and be the most uh, one of the best defensive players in the game. He goes on to win three championships. He's a five-time NBA champ, two-time NBA All Star, two-time All NBA third team two-time defensive player in the year in 1990 and 1991, seven-time All-NBA defensive first team, NBA All-Defensive second team, one time in 1994, an NBA rebounding champ from 1992 to 1998. His jersey number 10 is retired by the Detroit Pistons. Now, Dennis Rodman was a huge key piece to why they were winning championships. 
during the 1997 and 1998 era for the Chicago Bulls. It was a it was dominant for them, and it really helped. It, he really helped uh, give them the extra piece they needed to win those championships. And I don't, and to my personal opinion, I don't think they win the championship in ninety five the ninety five ninety six season, the ninety six ninety seven season, or the ninety seven and ninety eight season without Dennis Rodman. I think Dennis Rodman's a big key to that team. They lost Horace Grant. Horace Grant was the starting power forward when they won their first three championships, and then he went on to the Orlando. He was traded toward the Orlando Magic after Jordan left the game and went to go play baseball. Horace Grant went to the Magic, and they went to the championship, but lost 4-0 in the championship to the uh, Houston Rockets. They were just shy of a real strong, defensive-minded, dominant power forward, and getting him. And getting Dennis Rodman was a big key factor to that team. Now the mastermind behind of the championships that happened in the Chicago Bulls era was Phil Jackson. Now originally he had the coach, uh, Michael Jordan had a coach, Doug Collins. Doug Collins was all about Michael Jordan really. He was giving every play to Michael. Michael was uh, winning an MVP All-Star game. He was getting in the All-Star games, All-Star MVP. He was really growing with Doug Collins. Doug Collins helped him explode as an offensive talent and be the first option, and he'd score 30-plus per game, pretty much dominate the game at all. When Phil Jackson arrived, Michael Jordan did not want Phil Jackson to be the head coach of the Chicago Bulls. Phil Jackson really wanted the team. To, he wasn't worried so much about Michael. He knew Michael could perform. But he wanted Michael to learn that, hey, this is a team game and you can trust your teammates to win. And he gave Michael Jordan a lot of experience and Michael Jordan fell in love with him as a, as a coach. He thought he was you know, one of the greatest coaches of all time and he, he is. Now, Phil Jackson played in the NBA one time. He played from 1967 to 1978 with the Knicks and he played from 1978 to 1980 with the New Jersey Nets. He's a two-time champion with the Knicks. But also as a head coach, he is a 11-time champion. He won in all six championships for the Bulls, and he won five championships with the Lakers and Kobe Bryant. So he is primarily one of the greatest coaches of all time, if not the greatest head coach to ever coach the game of basketball. He really developed that team, and he really showed it what they could do. This era is different, really, because in today's modern era, the game is different. It's soft, it's not physical, it's it's not really about that. What we're seeing is we're seeing, you know, the people who watch Michael Jordan actually in that time period get to see behind the scenes what was really going on the season, why it was called the last dance, why the controversy. But for the people who didn't get to watch Michael Jordan play and people like my people my age that, you know, see Kobe and LeBron and Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard. Giannis Antetokounmpo and all these guys dominate the league today. What was so great about Michael Jordan? This shows what was going on behind the scenes of Michael Jordan. This also shows highlights of Michael Jordan. This shows you know Michael Jordan's attitude, how he was, who he was. It gives us a, a better close up of the inside the Bulls organization. It gives us a better close up of Scottie Pippen. It gives us more to learn about Dennis Rodman and the entire Bulls team, and getting to learn a little bit more about Phil Jackson and the opinion of Phil Jackson about his players. This is a great thing to remind people, in my opinion, why Michael Jordan is the greatest, why, why the Chicago Bulls were the greatest team to ever play the game of basketball, and I think this is a really special documentary. There's only been four episodes out, so I can't 
uh, keep going more into detail because I will have to watch the episodes coming up. This documentary runs from April 19th to May 17th. If you do miss it on live TV, ESPN, there's uh, ESPN Plus. You can watch on ESPN Plus. They just play, you can replay it. Thank you for tuning in to TCAM Sports Podcast. I know this was a short podcast and it was just focusing on different players from that era. I will jump more into the last dance when we get to the end of the documentary. 